Ahoy! Tony Malazzo, you are alive and on board from Marina Del Rey Harbor. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Thanks everybody for your tweets. Remember, it is hashtag Tony Malazzo Live. We want your comments, we want your blogs. Thanks everybody for doing so. Uh, today's guest is Adelson Fitzgerald Holder. The first. The first. Yeah. Okay. Magnificent name. That's right. And uh, this is a very funny guy, writer, um, has a lot of videos, a lot of different things going on that we're going to talk about. But first, I'd just like to say that usually when I'm ha I have guests, they've either submitted or uh, it's somebody I know in the entertainment industry doing something special and talented. But this time, there was somebody who's on this show, Tamara Henry from Fox News, Red Carpet ETV, yeah. and she contacted me and was like, do you know Adelson Fitzgerald Holder, the first? Uh, you got to have this guy on your show. He's got a lot going on, and here he is, and he does have a lot going on. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. First, I'd like to say my name is Atelston Fitzgerald Holder, the first. My mom named me after the first king of England who ruled in 927 uh, uh, BC to 939. Right, wow. he was a Anglo-Saxon vigilante. He was the first king of England, so I figure so there's a historical connotation behind the name, so I should get that out there. <laughs> Great, thank you. Thank you for having me on the Royalty show. Royalty on the show. Yeah, ironically, <laughs> right, as a comedian, my mom had uh, high expectations, so I, <laughs> you know, contradicted her expectations. A king's name and and uh pushed into comedy yes <laughs> no. yes yes a comedian on the streets of la <laughs> well thanks for coming out to marina del rey harbor yeah yeah thank you for having me i'm more than excited to be here oh. i've never been on a boat doing a radio yeah. show so thank you great yeah not too many people who have radio shows on boats um, probably for obvious reasons <laughs> no one no one you are quite a peculiar phenomenon to be oh, honest thank you peculiar is a good word for me <laughs> yes yes in a good way in a positive way you know oh thank you yeah, thank yeah, you i'll yeah. take it any way i can get it yeah yeah you know peculiar can be interpreted both negative and positive i mean this in a good way oh good yeah. well I, I, sometimes if i tell people you know i don't say live and on board or i don't mention it's on a boat especially if i know they're afraid of boats mm -hmm. but <laughs> yeah but uh yeah. you 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 got you have some guts you came out here to the water didn't yeah. know what to expect and here we are yeah i was quite nervous to be honest very nervous because you know, the ocean and that sort of stuff a boat you know this is good, an orthodox experience oh good i like <laughs> yes. that that's yes. how we operate around here that's how we roll yes sir <laughs> so have you been on boats before are you a boating guy or? uh yeah 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 a lot of times i like to go out into the ocean and sprinkle weed in the water and watch the tide get high <laughs> That's my first killer joke. I've never heard that before. I like it. Yeah, I wrote that joke. Okay, yeah. do I have to footnote you if I use that now? No, no, not at all, not at all, not at all, not at all. Good stuff. So, um, would if we went sailing, like the next show, like right now we're just bobbing around, mm -hmm. we're over here in the harbor. But uh, would you go out there? Have you ever sailed before? No, with no, sails? no. I'm not going out into the ocean. Period. Okay. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. I'm not. I'm not going to the ocean. I'm not going to skydive. I'm not going to bungee jump. That is not how I achieve my rush of adrenaline. Wow. It does not intrigue me. You put it there with jumping out of airplanes of and parachuting. Of you know, that's the equivalent of going on, uh, what's it called, those things, the amusement park. Oh, uh, rides or... Right, people get on these yeah. things because they experience um, the, the displeasure 
pleasure. It's yeah. like an equilibrium. I'm almost being killed, but not, or something. Yeah, right? yeah, you experience two or four. You know, this reminds me of all these bungee jumping, skydiving, you know, these boat rides. Not, you know, probably when you have all these crazy events. It reminds me of uh, um, Newton's uh, third law of motion. Every force is contingent on an equal reactive force. Mm. Right? So you're on this um, uh, merry-go-round. What's it called? The Circle Amusement Park. What's the yeah, name of Carousel. It? Right. So people experience pleasure and displeasure. It's two contrasting experiences at the same time creating an equilibrium. Right? That is a rush of adrenaline. It releases serotonin, mm-hmm. dopamine. People, that's how people get their rush. That's if- not how I get mine. Adelson, if you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much room. My living, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 a, that's an intriguing um, philosophical ideology. You know? But my my rush of adrenaline is 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 is, is the enigma of humor, demystifying that, mm-hmm. being intrigued by humor. That's my that's my adrenaline. All right, and that's why we're here, huh? That's why we're here. We're here. That's why all of us are here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> For yeah. for humor and uh, yeah. parody, we were talking about uh, parody and satire, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Let's, let's start there because you have many viral videos. Uh, I've worked on a few videos, hoping to go viral stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, your your stuff is just all millions of hits. Yeah, remember we dealing with you know relative with respect to time in two thousand six, you know during the inception or the the. Um, debut of YouTube, I jumped on the bandwagon. So I was able to capitalize on a medium, you know, when it wasn't pervasively known to the sensationalistic mm. masses. So in that particular era, 400 comment was the most commented video of the day, right? Yeah. 1,000 views was the most viewed video of the day. You had a girl called uh, Brooker. I mean, I could call a preceding list of performers who came long before um, um, Lonely Girl 15, mm. right? So... You right, know. so you know all the ones that were out there and, and and doing it. Yeah, yeah, I was in the era where, you know, individuals used auto-reload, right? Right, to yeah. To gain four or five million views, and YouTube allowed it. So by the time Google did the acquisition, right, it, it, was, uh, it was overvalued when it mm. was really undervalued. They pay them at one point something billion. Remember the acquisition right, in 2006? Right, right. it was overvalued. Because um, of the auto... Uh Overvalue a proposition yeah. because YouTube allowed users, I hope I don't get sued for this, allowed auto-reload. So a video that had 16,000 views, which was a viral sensation. I want to keep compared to the have 60 million. That was a viral then, but it was probably right, 10,000 yeah. 10, 10, views. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And now you're having 5 million with no auto-reload. Right. And you remember, That's intense. Yeah, you remember a uh, video with high comments would make it to the main page. This was long before tons of these major networks, Sojup and all these... Uh, advertisers that have promulgated the website no but before that it was it was a user-based driven website the whole dynamics has changed now it's a huge major cooperation and they just push the the users on the side you know like yeah. you, know, you know the idiom use abuse and refuse yeah exactly <laughs> yeah push them yeah. to the curb unless yeah. they have something new and good that comes out yeah <laughs> yeah then we'll use them again yeah 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 so 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 what are some of your uh more popular uh, name some of the viral videos i know i know uh the the man boobs one man boobs man boobs i I remember that one uh big girls don't cry fat people are greedy most of my um visual humor if you exclude all the outdoor performances are all contingent on satire because you know primarily there's like three forms of satire you have horatian which is a mild form. I'm go- I wouldn't go into details to exp- explain 
you know, each specific satire. And then right. you have Minipian and you have Juvenilian. And Juvenilian is a satire that I find the most intriguing because what it does is it it, it is it is a it is a it's contingent on like three attributes: um, political commentary, um, exploitation of social taboo, and cultural folly. So it's in that sphere of humor I get to exploit idiosyncrasies in in in, in society's mm. idea. So when I make a video and say fat people are greedy, well, come on, it's a visual irony. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Three hundred and seventy-five pounds. So it's, so it's visually obvious that it's a situational irony in the satire. So it kills the satire. Right, right. But people don't understand satire is not pervasively understood by the masses. Mm-hmm. So those are the videos that go viral. The prank now and the, the spontaneity and the element of surprise is a whole different dynamics. But if you look at my videos... The Do they pr- go viral? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because pranks, those are those, those now are not so much satire. This is Because pranks have been around so long and Candid Camera and all that stuff. I would think that... Uh, yeah the other stuff would be way more popular now. Right? Well, I was told so, that I was actually the, one of the archetypes, you know, for going out there and doing YouTube pranks because in 2000, in late 2005, I had a video called I Am Outside. So I started, I used to go, I used to have this episode where I'll go outside and do all these pranks, Mr. Pregnant. By the way, Mr. Pregnant is my... Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that, mm-hmm. Mr. Pregnant. Mm-hmm. Oh, the name? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I... Mr. Pregnant is a metaphor for full of it. Irony again. I'm using a metaphor to explain oh. a metaphor. I, I just I never really give an answer. It means I'm full of it. So, however you define like full of it, like full of crap. Well, <laughs> no, right. Full, that, full that's, of it. Well, that's the beauty of the word "full, full of yourself. it" because of, it's it can the, mean a lot of things. Because of the vagueness of it, right. I leave it up I to, gotcha. the, to the the interpreter to yeah. interpret it how they choose. Yeah. So yeah, I like that. I I leave that. I leave that ambiguity there. Yeah. Mr. I like you. You're a smart comedy guy. Oh, I am? <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Please lower your expectations. Yeah. He's a smart comedy guy. He knows what he's doing, this guy. Uh, Have that many viral videos, get VH1 attention. Yeah. Um, MTV. You, Tosh. Tosh. Uh, MTV. G4. Uh, G4. I've been on G4, G4 twice. If you go to my website, mrpregnant.com, all my, uh, I've, uh, I have like a conglomeration of all the things I've, uh, I've done. Yeah, people usually even bring things up while they're on the air. So, yeah. well, where can they bring you up right now if they want to? If you go to mrpregnant.com, M R no space, no slash, M R abbreviated, pregnant as having a baby.com, you'll see all my work, at least 65%. What I don't have on my YouTube, my, my apology, my website, is like things I lecture and, and talk about. But other than that, you'll see all my work. Right. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And, uh, what, what I know you've achieved a lot, okay? Yes, sir. Uh, things nobody else has been able to do. You hope for one viral video, multiple virals. Uh, you're acclaimed. You're on all these shows. Everybody recognizes what you do. Mm-hmm. Very creative, very talented. What is next uh, for you? I mean, wh- I mean, it's kind of hard to achieve more than five million hits uh, per viral. What, what's next for you? What do you in within do, in the general con- within the context of humor? Yeah. It's humor, humor. Uh, to make sense of humor, comedy. Comedy is intriguing because I feel like comedy is a is an idea or a concept, but I feel like it's not, because you could be a construction worker, a prostitute. Comedy is the only field <laughs> in the world. What intrigues me about humor is because comedy is the only field in the world where you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. No, no other fields encapsulate that concept. Right. Because uh 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 uh. uh 
what's it called? These what's it what's the name of them? Uh, if a surgeon is doing an operation, he can't give a joke. Oh right, he right. can't. Yeah, that's not the time or the place. Right, and usually, if he, if, he, if he right, if he <laughs> if he does, it might be conducive to a lawsuit if if something goes wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but so you could go on stage as a musician. You as might a remove singer. your funny bone by accident. Of course, <laughs> you could go as a prostitute. You could become whatever you want. And what intrigues yeah. me about humor is, is 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 uh, is uh. Can I make an uh, analogy? Sure. Uh, and I always make reference to humor with physics, especially the atom. You're, when you look at the... Can I explain it? Or? Yeah, you're a very intellectual, uh, uh, creative guy. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is rare in this business, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. The, the more I try to demystify the enigma of humor, the more it becomes puzzling because I can't make sense of it. I could evoke humor, I could make people laugh, but I can't understand it. In the sense that when you look at a... When you look at an atom, you have the... You have, and, on, on a subatomic level, you have these. This, you have the proton, you have the neuron, and they they bind, they they latch it on together, creating a nucleus. What holds them together is an electromagnetic force, right? Yeah. Then you have spiraling miles away is an electron, relativity size to the size of the atom. But here's what's intriguing, right? There was this physicist called um, Heisenberg. Heisenberg um, proposed this theory of uncertainty, which states that the mere observation of an electron changes its location. Niels Bohr in 1926, the, um, the Danish physicist, uh -huh. right, he posited the idea that a proton, he posited something called the, 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 um, the uh, complementarity principle, which states that uh, a proton acts as both wave and particle, meaning that you could see it as a wave or you can see it as a particle, but you can't see it simultaneously. And this is intriguing because I So that reminds you of comedy. Well, there's a little more I'd like to say this. <laughs> It reminds me, you ever seen this ambiguous images online where you see two black faces facing each other, but between the two black faces, there's an hourglass. Mm -hmm. So you could see the black faces or you can see the hourglass, but you cannot view these. They cannot be observed simultaneously. Uh -huh. Right. And one more thing I'd like to add to it was <laughs> something called quantum entanglement, which talks about the relationship between subatomic. There's a synchronicity between subatomic particles, regardless of their distance right yeah right um and one more thing i'd like to add is which it states that these particles transmit information right the velocity of information that that's emitted between these particles right um violates um einstein special relativity that nothing is faster than light mm. so to summarize this i'm saying is that when you look at an atom and you see how it's so ambiguous unpredictable uncertainty right indecisiveness to me it feels like that is the perfect embodiment of humor because when i look at humor it is that it is that thing that the more i try to make sense of it is the more i, I feel like i don't understand it but I, every day i'll make people laugh. i'm with you on that part that part we could totally agree on yeah that's why i love comedy it's not something you could put your finger on it's different every night right. especially uh, uh whether it's video but live live is a whole different beast mm -hmm. i was going to ask you how you feel about live because when you're doing things live, everybody feels different. Everybody came from different places. There's so yeah. many variables. What it took yeah. to get there. Yeah. Uh, who's on stage. Everybody's emotions are differently in the audience. Mm -hmm. Your emotions are different. Mm -hmm. So live is very different, huh, too? Uh, live is intriguing because it's in the moment. Like you'll, give a, you'll do a performance here and it kills. And you go to another show and the, the experience is in stark contrast. And I always f 
I always feel like, well, now we're looking at humor from a sociological perspective, but we are so oblivious to the sociological aspect of humor. Yeah. When you go to an another medium, we'll take into consideration your demographics. You're dealing with, you know, um, minorities uh, or 15 to 25. Maybe mm -hmm. you're dealing with an older audience. You have to take that into consideration. Everything. Right. It has to do with sociology. Yeah. In the beginning, you see all the young comics. They go out. They try different places. And they're like, oh, I'm not sure why. it." And they yeah. take years and they start to figure it out in their head where this guy right here is just like, hey, man, it's physics. There's an atom. And <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm with you. You got it figured out. Well, well, no, no, that's no, 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 no. I, I, I do not. I do well, not well, I'm that's just, the whole thing. I'm you just, can't I'm just, figure it out. I'm you, I use an analogy, right. to show you how but much the point I don't is you understand need to it. Know, right, but you need to know these things. I think a lot of comics and entertainers are in denial. Like they don't exactly. Well, maybe not as much now because you have all the social networking. Right. Because you know marketing and promotion now. But yeah. Like, who is your target audience? Are they here at this show? Yeah. What is the material you should be using? And you need to be instantaneously. You walk out there. And you're, you know, something isn't working. You need to be changed up and know what to change to. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, one of the biggest irony again, you know, I'm infatuated with irony because irony is everywhere. Is that sometimes I feel like all this is irrelevant because the the paradigm shift, you know, when they discover the Higgs boson or the, that was a paradigm shift in in, in physics, uh -huh. is is could be a guy up the street. Hey, listen, I got like six years of school after after high school, mm -hmm. and. Uh, I didn't do well in physics. It dragged my entire grade point average down. Yeah. And yeah. so you really lose me on the physics. Oh, I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. I, I, rem I go backwards. I go, God, I yeah. suck in physics. Yeah. What is he yeah. talking about? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not that great in physics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, phys <laughs> physics is something that doesn't. I only become interested in physics because I saw a strong correlation in physics. Good for There's you. a particular comedian. But there is. You're right. I like your analogy. There's a particular comedian I always use. Uh, Isaac Newton. He has three laws. The third law which states every force is contingent on an equal reactive force. And there's a particular comedian. I'm not going to plug him or give him any. You know, I don't even call his name. But he's so lackadaisical on stage. So lackadaisical. It's almost as if this guy appears as if he doesn't know what he's doing. And then he just... His, his humor is, is so profound. It's so hard. There's a stark contrast. And mm -hmm. I always equate that's why there's like an equilibrium where he's so lazy, who, uh, effortlessly. Do you want to mention who we're talking about? Uh, is this somebody you're impressed with? Uh, should I call his name? Yeah, sure. Uh, Jomar Neighbor. Okay. Intriguing. Mm -hmm. He's intriguing to watch. Yes. No, his humor doesn't interest me. No, this sounds. Con this wow. Sounds con okay, gotcha. This no, sounds, I understand. This, this sounds contra contradictive because his humor itself doesn't intrigue me. But when you listen to. His delivery. Well. He is the perfect embodiment of... I always say there's, there's, there's the real comedians and there's the ones who learn to be funny and pretend to be funny. And then there's that one individual where you just know they have, he have it. And he is yeah. one of... He really encapsulates humor. It's genetically affiliated. It's in his DNA. Yeah. He doesn't try. He doesn't try. And even, yeah. if, even, if, even if his objective is to appear right. as if he's not trying, that is still worthy of right. some kind of... Merits. Yeah, we just, just uh, this just came up on one of my last shows, too. Mm. Yeah. Because uh, it's two different things. You could see it, too, like you're saying. Somebody, it's just like, it's there, it's in them, they're natural, it's, they're just funny. Of course. And they could bring it right, right to the table. Uh, and there's other people that just, uh, we have to take uh, forever putting on material together, planning our shows. Mm. And <laughs> right. But I still put everyone on the same level in terms of 
congratulations for choosing the most intriguing field in the world. Oh, it is, and it's very rare. It and is. you got to give it people is. points, whether they're just trying it, whether Indeed. they're doing it and not doing it super well yet, or they're just gifted with it. It's all good. Comedy. Uh, what would we do without it? Healing. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. healing. Yeah. That's why we're out here. We're out here on the water talking on the water, about comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. doesn't get better than this. It does you know? not. And, it and does I have not. a new friend here who's very ta talented, Adelson Fitzgerald. Hold of the first. <laughs> I, I'm I so excited to be on your show. Thank you for having <laughs> oh, me. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Um, so, so next, since everybody knows these viral videos, Yeah. Do you have one you're releasing soon, or one you're thinking of making really well, soon? I haven't been making. I've been performing around LA, four or five open mics a night. Oh, nice! So I haven't been wow. making a lot of videos because I've been focusing oh. more on trying to. How do you do four or five shows a night? And you could do that in New York by walking across the street mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. another club, but mm. it is everything it, it really so far is, apart. It, 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 again. It's a law. It's really a law of probability working in your favor. There's a kind of synchronicity that has to work in your favor. Sunday night, I went to um, Rock Paper. Can I plug these open mics? Sure. Thing? I went to Rock Paper. Then I went to Silver Lake. Then I went to La Lyric Hyperion. What's the one in Silver Lake? Is that with um, That's uh, Eric DeLuca? Uh, no, I think I forgot his name. I, apo I, really, I apologize, right. Eric DeLuca. If it's you, I apologize. It might be. What's the name of the place? Uh, Silver Lake Lounge. Okay, I'm not sure. So if it was rock that, paper, Silver Lake, yeah. Lyric Hyperion, which is within uh, uh, one kilometer proximity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right then, near Glendale, right. California. And then you have uh, the Palace again, close proximity, oh, going north right, Hollywood, right. okay, um, off Vermont, and then you have uh, the Comedy Store, which is at midnight. So that's five mics I did Sunday. Good no, for you. You no. were at the Comedy Store. Huh? Yeah, yeah, eleven thirty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to play so, the comedy store a lot. Yeah, main so, room in the valley. Oh, you did? Yeah, a lot. Oh, nice. Quite I feel like it's spoken too much. I should let you do all the talk. No, no, it's all about you, Adelson. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I don't know you. This show is great because I really don't know Adelson well. Well, now I do. I feel like I know you well now. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, <laughs> I feel that. like I well know you well enough to say I want to be in your next viral video. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Especially because of my look. Come on. And us together. you got to see us together. We need to get a picture of this, too. should be a team. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, like little weapon. Yeah, it is funny <laughs> together. I kinda, if I, I could jump up on your shoulder and be like, Kazoo, remember in the Flintstones? Yeah, had yeah. Kazoo on our shoulder. <laughs> Flintstone. Meet the Flintstone. I'm telling you, I could be Kazoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but right now, I write for these news sites. Like, I write for the Ask a New Yorker, which is a primarily New York-based. I have the freedom to write whatever I want. Then I have mm. the Harlem Times, which is in, located in Upper Manhattan Borough, and I get to. I'm probably one of the top writers, and one of. Nice. And, uh, I usually get project based, and then I have one called Newsblaze, where I write uh, international news, cover international politics, economy, stock market, that sort of oh, stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. So. Great. So that's what I. My objective, kind of now, is to create um, article virals because I find. Um, satire article to be quite pervasive online um, and the onion was the one who um who created that uh that chain tandem of uh satire right articles online mm -hmm. so it's not just about making videos for me it's about um yeah i follow them on twitter too yeah yeah oh interesting yeah so yeah. it's about this person myself in just multiple directions to see what opportunity i can grab not just youtube I'll go to open mic five nights a night. I don't need to, but I have to, because I need to. I'll come here. I have to. I have to. 
You got yeah. A lot busy. myself. If, yes, Working because out. I'm looking for opportunities. Putting it out there in the universe. Indeed, indeed. I, yeah. need, I want to be. I want to be discovered. So yeah. It's not. Yeah. I, well, I want everybody to be able to find you once again. So let's go over that. I think it was it MrPregnant.com. MrPregnant.com. Okay, and and where else? Like these YouTube videos, are they on a certain channel that you have? Yeah, the YouTube channel is uh, same Mr. Pregnant. Yeah. If you go to my website, actually, you will get all the details. Actually, so okay. the 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 you excuse me, my apology. I yeah, everybody needs to do that. Uh, not burp, but everybody <laughs> everybody needs to go to MrPregnant.com. Yeah. And look at your stuff. Check it out. Where he is, what he's doing, what he's up to, yeah, and yeah. all the, all these videos. So for one guy to have that many viral videos, that's you're doing something right. You're a funny guy. Luck. Everybody likes you. People are talking about you. That's oh, they what, are. That's why you're on the show. You're thank you, thank the show. you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Was it Tamara Henry and her whole uh, news crowd? Yeah. Uh, flapping away. Tanya, I I do. Adelson, I, Adelson? I apologize. Who's Tanya Henry? <laughs> Seriously, who's that? Ooh, he, okay. didn't, he didn't say that, Tamara. I know, I know who she, I know, I just, I know who she is. Tanya, she, I know who you are. Oh, she is just a, a cute, cute blonde uh, cute who blonde? is on top of her game as a producer. She is a cute and, blonde. And, I am in that Mandingo. I know who she oh, is now. <laughs> yeah, very beautiful news lady, blonde hair. She yeah. produces segments besides being in them, does a lot of red carpet, Night of a Hundred Stars. This is a woman who does Night of a Hundred Stars, told me I have to have Adelson on my show. Okay? I, I, I know who you okay. are, ma'am. I, I know who you are. Yeah. I so know you who better. you are. You better. <laughs> this will be a one-way boat ride, Tamara. I got him on board right now anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I plug something else in? Sure. Plug something in before we go. Oh, is it half an hour already? Wow, that was quick. Uh... That was a quick thirty minutes. It's, yeah. it's almost thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. So I, this feels this is so awkward. What's awkward? Because I'm used to saying stuff naturally, you know. No, I'm in this predicament where I have the opportunity and I feel awkward. Wondering. Why do you feel awkward? Plug yes, your stuff. Wait. What are you doing? What okay. do you want to talk about? <laughs> okay. Just say it. Okay. Spit okay. It out. So 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 go to my site, guys. If you go to my site, you see I have the sites I write for. I also have, I run two personal blogs, and I cover a variety of subjects. You know, in, mm -hmm. in things that the, in language, linguistics, semantics, uh, phonology, figurative devices, and all these things that encapsulate humor. So you could go take a look of it. But remember, it's all irrelevant. It, you know, I mean, you could be funny with all these things. Let's understand that. So it, it's, right. a, it's an asset, but it's not. Right. It's not. It's not but, compulsory. But I, yeah, and I, I, we talked about satire. I love, if you can't poke fun at everything that's going on in the world mm -hmm. and in our lives and in this whole dysfunctional mess we're in, mm -hmm. uh, then what, what are we doing? How serious? We can't take all of this so seriously. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I'll tell you this, Tony. I always notice that wherever there's a good joke, there's an irony. I heard a guy say, so the fire department was on fire, and he called 911, and 911 called him back. That's a situational irony. Right. So mm -hmm. wherever you find a good joke, you're going to find <laughs> irony in there. Exactly. It's really inevitable. Yeah. You, there's no denying. Irony is always yeah. in real juicy humor. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like we're coming full circle with comedy. Do you remember the comedy that first started television and all the people who broke TV out, Milton Burrow and all the greats? Yeah. And yeah. I've, I finally, we got away from all that and I felt like we we're just cursing and dirty stuff. And I feel like we're coming full circle now because a lot of the entertainers and performers and people that I'm seeing, mm -hmm. it's back to the satire and the parodies and the strong comedy. And it's about the joke and the person and the personality. Yeah. It's not, it's... Yeah. We got lost for a while there yeah. in comedy. I feel. Yeah. Well, and if we're you look, coming back. if you look at every field, you'll see within due process every decade. Decade is how much? Ten years, right? I forgot. Ten yeah. years. 
every two decades, every 20 years, you see this in pop music. It's in every genre, every field, there's a paradigm shift. Every 20 years, there's a paradigm shift. And I feel like at some given point, comedy is due for a paradigm shift where someone will say to me, it's all about setup, it's all about delivery, it's all about punchline, you can't wear shorts. And I say, well, you know what? At some given point, there will be a paradigm shift and the field of humor will take on a whole new connotation, a whole new direction. And all these, uh, all these ideas that you're regurgitating from your past predecessors will just be irrelevant and it will be this now mm-hmm. it's humor will become this and yeah. what this this is is well, i've been waiting for a shift for a long time yeah yeah <laughs> whatever that shift is i am interested i want to i'm intrigued by that it's a shift yeah. where everything changes it becomes this now it's no longer apple it's oranges yeah or tangerines or, t- <laughs> or tangerines or a melon like me melon head yeah or bananas you're a melon head yeah so melon is sweet enough so you have a sweet head i'm a yeah i'm a sweet guy <laughs> i'm a sweet guy i just play all those tough guy roles <laughs> so it's been fun hanging out with you adelson let's do this again huh yes sir and you know what i'll invite tamra henry back next time we're here really um, three of us will do yes it yes Tam- i eagerly await yes please tamra <laughs> Don't be upset with him just because he didn't remember who you were for a second. So I, I was just a were, joke. I know I had to are. say you were a beautiful blonde and then it clicked in. <laughs> I know who that is. I know every beautiful blonde. Yes. Because there's only that few in my mind. Uh, lovely ladies, boating, oh, I comedy. Can see now, huh? What else is there, ladies? I'm waiting for you in this boat, baby. Mandingo <laughs> power is waiting for you. We are going to go and have a romantic moment in the ocean. It is just going to be me and you. Okay, the show's ho- totally changing now, Allison. <laughs> Thank you for being on, brother. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Good show. Thanks. Thank Thank you, you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Live and On Board with Tony Malazzo. Until next time, ahoy, and I'll leave you with rest in peace, Robin Williams, my mentor. Thank you. Love you, Robin. Long live Robin Williams. (laughs)